Lord Krishna narrates the story to understand the fast to be observed for the happiness of Lord Vishnu in the month of Kartik to Chief Queen Satyabhama. In the past, Brahmin named the Dhaneshwar lived in the city called Avanti. He had fallen from the Brahmanhood and started committing sinful deeds like selling wines and animals. His intellect was busy with theft, gambling and adultery. Once Dhaneshwar went to Mahishmati Nagar located on the bank of Narmada to, to sell his sinful items, he stayed there for months and saw that most people there had came, come from all four directions to observe the fast of Kartik month. Dhaneshwar used to sell his belongings on the bank of Narmada every day and saw some Brahmins bathe there, perform arti and serve the deities. There was a daily discourse. All the devotees would listen to the story and participate in the congregational chanting of Lord Krishna's holy name with joy. Dhaneshwar saw that some Brahmins had inscribed the conch, disc, lotus flower and club symbols on their bodies for the happiness of Lord Vishnu and some Brahmins were wearing neck beads received as Mahaprasad. Dhaneshwar used to go there every day and used to have association of pure devotees of Lord Vishnu. In this way, he stayed there for a month and observed the daily devotional routine of all Vaishnavas. He saw the procedure to follow on the full moon day. They all used to give gift to each other, distribute Mahaprasad and offer lamp to the Lord. One day suddenly, black serpent bit Dhaneshwar and he fell to the ground. At the same time, some pure devotee reached there and sprinkled, sprinkled tulsi water on him. But after some time, he gave up his life. After that, the Yamdutas came and took him to the Shayanti city, the city of Snamani, city, city of Yamraj, being him uh, being be, uh, beating him with whips. Chitragupta told Yamraj about Dhaneshwar and that he was engaged in the sinful deeds since childhood. One cannot finish many years of the description of sins. Dhaneshwar is the idolatrous from the sin, so the time of the destruction he should be in hell. Hearing such words from Chitragupta, Yamraj ordered his servants to take Dhaneshwar to Kumbhipak hell and fry him in the hot oil. When Dhaneshwar was put into the hot oil, the oil cooled down. Seeing this, all the Yamdutas were surprised. They all went to Yamraj and narrated the whole story. Yamraj was very surprised to hear this. Suddenly, Narad Muni appeared. After being honored by Yamraj, Narad Muni said, O son of God, such a behavior towards this person is not correct because his deeds are such that they can get him rid of, of his bad activity. The person seeing another uh, person performing 
virtuous deeds touches or interacts with him gets one sixth of the righteousness of deeds just observing the one deeds the good deeds throughout the month of kartik dhaneshwar was with many devotees who did devotional activities for the happiness of lord vishnu so he got one sixth of all of the his pious deeds above all he observed them which led to an accumulation of devotional deeds sukruti which are incomparable because lord vishnu to whom his devotees are very dear destroy all the sins of their devotees all the vishnus present had performed congregational chanting of lord vishnu's name at the time of his death and sprinkled tulsi water around his body therefore he should not be troubled in hell he will get the result of his sins by only looking at the tortures of virtuous hells hearing such words from narad narad muni yamraj understood dhaneshwar's devotional activity he ordered his servants to take him to see all the hells dhaneshwar was brought to all the places and each hell was described to him in detail then dhaneshwar was taken to the empire of yakshas there he becomes the follower of kubera and since then he has been known as dhana yaksha this was the story of dhaneshwar in glorification of month kartik month damodar month very nice prabhuji uh, thank you so much for reading the story and i heard it for first time so nice prabhuji thank you so yeah. much this is from one of the book uh, krutadasi maharaj wrote on the glories of kartik I started recording so that everyone can hear us all. It's very nice. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Mukherjee. The story is described in Padma Puran and Lord Krishna himself is narrating to Satya Bhama. The story we just read was from Padma Puran and narrated by Sri Krishna to Satya Bhama. By observing the Kartik fast, we get material and spiritual benefit. But Gaudiya Vaishnava follow this only to get the love of Sri Sri Radha and Krishna. just like manusmruti is very primary smruti scripture for humanity similarly the scripture known as sri hari bhakti vilas composed by sri sanatan goswami commented by sri gopal bhat goswami is the smruti scripture of gaudiya vaishnava its 16th section describe the greatness of the kartik month according to hari bhakti vilas the benefit of observing observing the kartik month fast are as follows one who hare does krishna. not observe hari hare krishna hare krishna prabhu ji dandutana sorry because there was a lot of uh, you know we are having a uh, in the back of our house we are making a nice uh, uh, 
organic vegetable cultivation and we had a problem with the laborers to put a monkey cage and they finally finished it so lot of work was there <laughs> so i was thank you so much there. for coming prabhu uh, we really appreciate yeah. you finding time hari krishna yeah. uh, we are so fortunate how uh, his grace ram sridha das prabhu ji from mayapur and prabhu ji will speak on the canto fifth chapter 18 and verse 30 31 as well as the glorific glories of the kartik damodar month hari krishna prabhu ji please please go ahead damodar ashtakam yeah damodar glories of damodar ashtakam thank you what verse in the bhagavatam 30th 18 chapter verse 31 maharaj 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 31 
I have no idea. It's okay, Prabhuji. It's okay. Okay. Mm. My dear Lord, this visible cosmic manifestation is a demonstration of your creative energy. Since the countless varieties of forms within this cosmic manifestation are simply a display of your external energy. This Virat Rupa universal body is not your real form. Except for a devotee in the transcendental consciousness, no one can perceive your actual form. Therefore, I offer my respectful obeisances unto you. Wonderful words. Purport by Mayavadi philosophers think the universal form of the Lord to be real and his personal form illusion. We can understand their mistake by a simple example. A fire consists of three elements, heat, light, which are the energy of the fire, and the fire itself. Anyone can understand that the original fire is the reality and the heat and light are simply fire's energy. Heat and light are the formless energies of fire, and in that sense they are unreal. Only the fire has form, and therefore it is the real form of heat and light. As stated, in, as, stated as Krishna states in the Bhagavad Gita, Maya tatam idam sarvam jagat abhyakta murtina. By me, in my unmanifested form, the entire universe is pervaded. Thus, the impersonal conception of the Lord is like the expansion of heat and light from a fire. In the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord also says, Mastani sarva bhutani nacham teshva avasthitaha. The entire material creation is resting on Krishna's energy, either material spiritual or marginal. But because his form is absent from the expansion of his energy, he is not personally present. This inconceivable expansion of the Supreme Lord is called Achintya Shakti. Therefore, no one can understand the real form of the Lord without becoming his devotee. So, this is a beautiful verse which establishes uh, the Personal, personalism of Krishna Consciousness. We, we see the energy of the Lord, which is our direct sense perception. We see so many energies, sunlight, so many things are going on in front of us. Water, the plants are growing, and they're uh, getting, they also die, animals growing. These are all a display of the energy. Especially Maya Shakti, the energy is not permanent. The sense, the workings of the energy is not permanent. It appears at a certain time and it disappears. Now, sometimes, due to poor point of knowledge, the impersonalists, they use this logic to prove that Krishna also appears and he disappears. Therefore, he's like everybody, every one of us. So this is their mistake. They just don't know that Krishna's superior energy, param bhavam ajananto mamaputa maheshwara, they don't know the superior nature of Krishna. And he is the Mama Bhuta Maheshwar. He is controlling all the living entities in all the creations. Not only this universe, but in all the universes. And also the spiritual world. He is controlling. Now, in the material world, he controls through his energy. Just like uh, if you are a king, an ordinary man can only see the workings of the king's management. He cannot directly go and see the king. It's not possible for everybody. Similarly, Krishna's material manifestation energy of the Lord 
and that only we can see and that also very limited sense suppose if i am blind man i cannot even see many things i have to use other senses to perceive my day to day dealings with the world so first you will always interact with the energy just like the example of the sun heat and light we only express the fire heat and light we only experience the heat and light in the beginning but actually the heat and light is coming from the fire the fire is a form if you see a fire a candle light and think it has a form but from that form comes heat and light so ultimately the entire creation material creation is resting on krishna's energy either material spiritual or marginal and that's why if the if the soul is not there in the body the body just drops immediately immediately it doesn't take much time even what to speak of when the soul is not there even when you have a epilepsy attack sometimes you just drop down immediately now that there the soul is still there he is not dead yet so somehow or other the consciousness doesn't function properly and then it drops what to speak of when the soul leaves the body then you have no chance of regaining it back you cannot regain it back till immediately you will drop dead and it is only meant to be burnt or fit to be given to the uh, birds or to the animals or whatever it is however you may want to deal with it or bury it therefore to understand the transcendental form of the lord one has to be a devotee of the lord only a devotee can understand except for a devotee in the transcendental consciousness no one can perceive your actual form and a devotee also has to have a transcendental consciousness if he is very materialistic kanishtadikari too materialistic even he cannot perceive the lord's form you have to be purified and the more one becomes purified the more one can see the form of the lord and one has come to the point of uh, ashakti bhav and prem then you cannot forget krishna even for one second now always remember krishna never forget him this is the standard principle of krishna consciousness and that happens when one is actually a pure devotee of the lord but even if then one has not come to that platform of pure devotee but a devotee in the madhyam adhikari he can see the form of the lord he can perceive through shastric knowledge through to shastra gyan there is one first is called pratyaksha direct perception second is called uh, shastra gyan and third is called uh, uh, shastra chakshu third is called bhava chakshu and then prema chakshu so depending on what your chakshu is this the vision you will perceive and therefore in the brahma samhita brahma says premanjana churita bhakti vilochanena santat sadai vardeshu vilokayanti yam shama sundaram achintyam gunaswarupam govindam adi purusham tamaham those who are prema their eyes and anointed with prema chakshu for the salve of prema he can see all the time rajendra nandan shamsundar all the time shamsundar brahma himself says that so this is the way to see krishna in the beginning stage we may not be able to perceive we can that's why krishna is very merciful he appears in the form of a deity therefore we can because we our our eyes are still material he comes uh, a form made out of material elements but for krishna there is no difference between matter and spirit everything is spirit even the material energy is its own spiritual energy but for us 
it appears as matter and spirit, distinction, duality, because we are not developed. But when one is a Uttama Bhagavata, he sees Krishna everywhere. He doesn't see matter at all. So if a Uttama Bhagavata can do that, because he has developed, come to the point of love of Krishna. Prabhupada was a standing example. Sometimes he is looking, when we are going on morning walk, he is looking at the sky, and we don't know what he is looking at. And he is completely conscious. It's not like he's in, like when we go look in the sky, we will, sometimes we are overwhelmed with all sort of uh, useless thoughts or struggles of existence, and we may be overwhelmed by it. But Prabhupada was completely blissful. And he continues walks, and then he suddenly speaks on one topic on different issues, in spiritual and material issues, and he tries to explain. He was always present, because he is always in the presence of the Lord. Today I got a, uh, some devotee, God brother of mine, he sent me an, a lecture, and he said, Prabhupada tells, he asked Tamal Krishna and uh, another devotee, uh, do you know this verse? Uh, they did not know. They could not figure out what verse he is talking about. So, what about this verse? And uh, they, they could not answer that question. Prabhupada then immediately says, you are not reading my books. I am taking all this trouble to write books for you. And all of you, even I read those books. Because early in the morning when I sit down to write the books, Krishna is personally coming and dictating me. Therefore, I am myself so amazed and I read and I learn all the time something new from reading his books, his own book. Now he is not an author. The author is Krishna. Just like uh, Vyasadeva uh, spoke the Vedas, uh, but Ganeshji wrote it. That's all. So ultimately, these books are directly the expression of thoughts or speech which Prabhupada heard. And then he writes this purpose, referring to all the acharyas. And everything. everything Krishna will tell, refer to, look at this acharya, look at that acharya, what they have to say. And Prabhupada quotes it very nicely. Everything. It is not a mundane affair which Prabhupada That's why Prabhupada said, my books will last uh, for 10,000 years. And my books will create a revolution in the hearts of the people of the golden age of Kali. It will, even if you buy a book, if somebody buys a book and if he never gets to read that, he just puts it in the shelf. If Krishna is actually present there. And at some point in time, either the, the, the one who got the book will read it or his son, his children or some friend will take it and read it and become a devotee. Therefore, book distribution, Prabhupada gave the topmost priority. Because we, as conditioned souls, we can try to preach something to some degree, but it will not be so effective as much as somebody is taking a book and reading that. Hearing directly Prabhupada. Huh. He may need a certain clarification. That the, the preacher has to do that. Because he also has to be uh, well-versed with Prabhupada's books. Otherwise, he cannot answer the questions. It's not an intellectual stuff. It is a purely spiritual experience. Therefore, he says, uh, in the last one, no one can understand the real form of the Lord without becoming a devotee. These book, books are meant for devotees. They are not meant to be just distributed to karmis and we don't read that. So every day we have to read. Every day. Without pain. That will purify our consciousness. We will start understanding why we are chanting, what is the Naam, Harinam, uh, and what is Prashadam, what is the deity form of the Lord, 
how to worship them all these aspects various aspects will come from hearing this bhagavatam and especially if you hear it from a self realized devotee of the bhagavatam it will have a very amazing transcendental effect on one's consciousness one will give up material life practically you know that feeling will come and uh, you know one give up so one gives up his home and everything it'll come but for that you have to hear every day until you realize this point there's nothing in the material world is worthwhile except krishna consciousness so if there are any questions or comments or should we read some of the damodar uh, ashtaka how should we do that Uh, very nice this said provide very very nice this uh, said uh, about the point you mentioned about book distribution when you distribute book to someone is directly sila propad will be preaching him not us like that that uh, powerful uh, thing will give him mean, powerfully you no know, book uh, it will go and uh, propad will start preaching we may introduce with you know, some broken word but the ultimately uh we are giving a silo pro part to someone when you give the book to someone that's a wonderful point exactly exactly any other questions comments very nice prabhu thank you hey hari hari bol now what should Haribol. we do should we continue reading bhagavatam or should we read from damodar ashtaka should we continue from bhagavatam हरिबोल श्याम राधिका हरिदेव हरि हरिबोल पीपल आर नॉट देयर नो वी आर हियर प्रभु वी कैन हियर यू प्रभु जी व्हाट एवर यू डिजायर यू कैन डू अदर वर्ड्स और वी कैन डू यू नो डिपेंडिंग हाउ मच यू वांट टू टॉक आई डू आई 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 डू अनदर वर्क वन मोर वर्क ओके टेक्स्ट थैंक यू प्रभु जरायुज स्वेदज अंधजोदिधम चराचर देवर्षिपितृभूत ऐंद्र्यम जौकंशितिशलसरीसमुद्रीपग्रहस्रहक्षेतिधेय माइडियर लॉर्ड you manifest your different energies in countless forms as living energy is born from wombs from eggs from perspiration as plants and trees that grow out of the earth as all living entities both moving and standing including the demigods the learned sages the vitas as outer space as a higher planetary system containing the heavenly planets and as the planet earth with its hells rivers seas oceans and islands in it all the indeed all the stars and planets are simply manifestation of your different energies but originally you are the one without a second therefore there is nothing beyond you this entire cosmic manifestation is therefore not false but is a simply a temporary manifestation of your inconceivable energy purport by shila prabhupada this words completely rejects the theory of brahma satyam jagannath he states that 
spirit of Brahman is real, whereas the manifest of material world with its great varieties of things is false. Nothing is false. One thing may be permanent, another temporary. But both are, both the permanent and temporary are facts. For example, if someone becomes angry for a certain period, no one can say that anger is false. It is simply temporary. Everything we experience in our daily life is of this same character. It is temporary, but real. The different kinds of living entities coming from various sources are very clearly described here. Some are born of, from a womb uh, and some like uh, insects uh, from human perspiration. From some like human perspiration. Others hatch from eggs. Still others sprout from the earth. A living entity takes birth under different circumstances according to past activities, karma. Although the body of the living entity is material, it is never false. No one will accept the argument that since a person's material body is false, murder has no repercussion. Our temporary bodies are given to us according to our karma. We must, and we must remain in our given bodies to enjoy the pains and pleasures of life. Our bodies cannot be called false. They are only temporary. In other words, the energy of the Supreme Lord is as permanent as the Lord Himself. Although His energy is sometimes manifest, and sometimes not. As stated in the Vedas, Sarva Kalva Idam Brahman. Everything is Brahman. So here another point is highlighted that this material world is not an illusion. It is illusory because it is temporary by nature. You may accept, our, for example, we accept our body as a real thing. But the body is going through so many transformations when you become, when you are young, you are beautiful, very, the, the skin is very crisp, but as you get older, your body changes, you become fat or thin, and your skin starts uh, sagging. But it's a fact that you are going through all the pleasures and pains of this body. Everyone has all sort of mental uh, upheaval or a, a very happy moment in one's life. But it is all temporary. That is the whole main understanding Prabhupada is making. This is not a false understanding. This, this is not a false life. Life is real, either materially or spiritually. But the material life is temporary. You will lose everything at the time of death. Everything. You cannot take your family, you cannot take your money, you cannot take your, uh, your body or anything for that matter. Your friends, your relatives, your children, your husband or your wife, nobody can take anything with them. You know, as they say, you come empty-handed and you go empty-handed. Hmm? So, one should not put too much energy onto this temporary life. We should take care of the body. Yes, we should remain healthy so that we can continue. Sir, Krishna, if you have a headache, you uh, take some medicine, whatever, it, to relieve the headache. Nobody is asking us to live with headaches. No. There are so many situations are there. But one should understand too much energy to put into this will not help. Too much money you have to spend will not help. So we can see the temporary nature, we have to make a clear distinction from the real nature because the material world is where the creative potential, as in the previous person, it is a manifestation of the creative 
a display of display of your external energy it's creative energy because in the spiritual world there is no creation and destruction it is ever existing but the material world is a it is a, a display of srishti le, uh, lila of the lord creative lila because here one can see something is created something is destroyed and all this thing just so that krishna shows us that this material world is temporary by nature this creation he creates there is a uh, uh, brahma vishnu mahesh brahma is a uh, instrumental to create the material world fills up the material world and vishnu is the one who maintains the material world and shiva is the one who destroys all this is taking place it's a real experience lord shiva is not just sitting and imagining things when he destroys he really creates a pravaya and even in the material world we can see just like pakistan had this floods and there were so many things were destroyed land were destroyed crops were destroyed cattle was destroyed so this is a, a fraction of a, a sign of pralaya but when pralaya takes place that is propat mentions in the in the dasha dasha avatar stotra translation explanation he said at the time of destruction the first the sun will uh, scorch the earth or the material world and the sun's heat is about uh, Uh, hundreds of times more than what we have it will dry up everything and then after it dries the rains will come and the the rain will be the thick thickness of the elf the trunk of the elephant so much rain so much rain just like it says just like the air is filled the space this will all be filled with water and nothing will remain everything will rot everybody will leave their bodies <laughs> and ultimately this is a partial annihilation that's the full annihilation that different varieties of annihilation and when the full annihilation is done everybody is absorbed in the body of mahavishnu and one stays there and then again when he creates through his breathing process the universe manifests not the same universe but universe is coming and going and coming and going millions of universes are being created and being destroyed this is happening all the time just like we when we breathe air we give energy when we breathe out we give carbon dioxide you know nowadays they are asking people to put masks but they are putting the mask all the time everywhere but what are you breathing you are breathing carbon dioxide which is coming from your mouth ji what when you breathe air fresh air oxygen then you will your body will be more healthy but if you being breathe common carbon dioxide then you will be more prone to diseases and that's what the this modern covid uh, this all this problem that is coming is through make the people so sick that they will die because they want to decrease the population of the earth all asuras asurik as if they are the maintainers of the world they cannot manage they are mismanaging the whole thing but some or other they think we cannot manage it because there is too much population let's kill all of them what is this nonsense and even in in america there is in pennsylvania there are communities called amish now this amish community each family is about uh, 8 to 10 kids and they just do agriculture they don't even many of them don't even have electricity and everything they are very strict in that they are really religious people so who is maintaining them god is maintaining krishna is maintaining them and they do agriculture they with their horses they plow the land 
they don't even have a car or anything they go by horse cart everywhere you know they are able to follow that and who is maintaining krishna is maintaining them he is maintaining thousands of ants millions of ants millions of other living entities everybody is getting according to their share whatever they need for eating sleeping bathing depend so the humans will also get so but we because of our minute independence expressed in a more uh, gross way without any knowledge in ignorance we start doubting krishna's management capacity and able to maintain the present whoever the scientists whatever they are they cannot produce rain they cannot produce sun they cannot produce the sunshine or the vegetables none of them they can produce but still they try to deny god and his existence and they say that it is overpopulated let's kill them and that is the nature of way of material nature the material nature will arrange they will kill themselves as soon as they kill themselves they have also of they created artificially the covid and there are millions of people are dying this all asuras way of doing it but a devotee will not think in those terms he knows krishna is the maintainer if i have to die let it happen let it be krishna's will my only prayer mama janmani janmanishwari bhavatat bhakti rahe tuki let me life after life become an unalloyed servant of the lord that is our only prayer and bhakti vinod takur goes to such a degree to that extent he says even if i am born as a kita as a insect let me please put me in the house of a devotee so that i can hear your uh, the pure narrations of the, your past man we may not be able to understand that but that is bhakti vinod takur's realization <clears throat> therefore at least we can pray the shishtashtakam nadanam nadanam sundarim kavitam va jagati cha kame mama janmani janmani sware bhavatat bhakti rohit this is our only prayer life after life let me remain your devotee not identify with this material part you know great devotee like prabhupad also was going through his old age leela sik leela all this were going on but he was not disturbed in his mind even in the last minute he was also translating the books fully conscious what he was talking about Now none of the devotees who were surrounding they could not see krishna but krishna krishna was dictating prabhupada and prabhupada was dictating that same thing in his uh, microphone it takes quite some eyes to see krishna's presence prabhupada could see in all conditions he could see but we could not see we were thinking that uh, pradyumna prabhu is reading the book and prabhupada is trans- but he is translating he is not commenting on it or uh, not because krishna is directly speaking to prabhupada only prabhupada could hear what krishna said we don't none of us could hear that so it's not so easy to hear god directly it requires a certain special sensory perception and that perception is coming from their love for the lord premanjana churita bhakti so then again there are different types of bodies are generated one from the uh, eggs one from the womb one from the perspiration and as plants and tree they grow from seeds and uh, both moving and non moving uh, therefore all types of entities are there you know i i was i, I don't know if i sent you that the bee there's a queen bee in every hive 
Now the queen bee has a lot of workers and all these workers are fem female workers. They are not male workers. And there are some drones. The drones are the male. So what does the, when the queen wants to have babies, the queen will fly into the sky. And the drones will follow, because they are men, they will follow. And many of the drones cannot keep up with the queen. But this one drone out of the many will have sexual intercourse with the queen. And at the, after having sexual intercourse, when the time comes, that, uh, that male drone will be separated and it will be immediately killed. An explosion takes place, they say. And they, that drone dies. So, you know, all sort of ways uh, these uh, babies are being made. And the queen will come, go into the hive, hive and produce a lot of workers. And all these workers are feminine, not one masculine. The masculine is drawn, the, all the bees who collect the honey, they are all female work, bees, not male bees. You see? Therefore, one can see from this example, the, the bee or example, females are called Prakriti. And the queen itself is a uh, Prakriti, is a queen. The males are called Purusha. Therefore, our duty, we are females by nature. Our duty is to serve Krishna. He is the supreme male. Ekara, ekara, ekara Ishwara Krishna, Arasopabhritya. Only Krishna is the only Ishwara. And everybody is a servant in different positions. Even the father, mother of Krishna is a servant of Krishna. He enjoys. But they are not having Purusha Bhava. Nanda Bhava may be a man, but his, his interaction with Krishna is as a, as a servant not as an enjoyer. So these are something one has to, one learns when one actually understands how uh, we are Prakriti. Prakriti meant to be engaged in the service of Purusha. Therefore these are all something we have to understand and we should not develop too much Purusha Bhav. Nowadays, you know, Prabhupada was mentioning that a woman is a woman under all circumstances. Even if they wear pants and shirt, the jean pants or Whatever they may wear, if they still they are women, they will become pregnant and they can have children. But nowadays, they are trying to change all these things by artificial means. Transgenders and this and that, so many things. Male become a woman, uh, a female and a female becomes a male. But when they want to have children, the same so-called transgender, male transgender will impregnate the female transgender. And that time the female transgender who acts like a male, he cannot produce a baby. He will only have to be impregnated. This happened in America. I have seen that uh, from videos of that, these type of people. So the male means Purusha. Female means Prakriti. And that Prakriti must engage in the service of the male. And that is, it is in the micro level that is given the chance to exhibit our feelings in the form of marriage. Man and woman. The woman serves the man. The man maintains the woman and the children, and this is how progeny develops. From the womb, our, our babies are born from the womb, not from perspiration or anything like that. So all these things are very nicely explained by Prabhupada, and we have to little bit understand this, so that we will not be overwhelmed by the materialistic conception of life. So are there any questions or comments? At this stage, 
Anybody there? Very nice, hmm. Prabhuji. Thank you for continuing with Shivan Bhagavatam. This verse was yeah. nice, and your explanation was wonderful. Yeah. Realization, actually. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Now we are ready yeah. for the Amudu Nastakam. Prayers. <laughs> I mean, I can go on speaking, but uh, it's your time, and uh, one day, you know, you might have to go to work. I don't know what is your day there. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. What is the day there? Monday. So you are already in the yeah. Monday phase. That means soon you have to also go to work and different do different things. Yes. Abhijit, you can uh, talk about. Okay. Yeah. You can talk about Damodar stuff. Okay. No problem. Uh... See, Damodar Ashtaka is a pastime of the Lord, which manifests unlimited sweetness in the interactions or in the Vatsalya Bhav between Mother Yashoda and Krishna. Krishna's love, uh, Yashoda's love is more stronger, as they say, than Nanda Baba. Once Nanda Baba came to his house, he was waiting, and Krishna was playing with his coward boyfriends. And uh, first, uh, uh, Rohini went to call Krishna, come, you've been playing whole day, come, come to home. Please take uh, prasadam, you take a bath and take prasadam. So, but Krishna did not listen. He was busy playing. He was wanting to go, but his friends were threatening him. Now, if you leave in the middle of the game, we're not going to have you again back in our game anytime. So he was scared and he went back there. Now, this is Sakyaras. But when afterwards, Rohini sent Mother Ashoda. And Mother Ashoda said, immediately, she said, Are you a street boy? You're playing whole day. Look at your face and everything is dust everywhere. And, uh, and today is your birth, Titi. Nanda Baba is waiting for you. He wants you to give charity to the Brahman. So you please come back home. And Krishna could not refuse that. Immediately, he went to uh, um, uh, home along with Mother Shoda. Even though the Sakas were telling, come on, you cannot go, but they could not control. The love of Rohini also could not control. But the love of Mother Shoda controlled Krishna. So this pastime of Dhamadarashtagam, to up to a certain point, <coughs> Dhamadar Lila, Krishna is being bound and everything is there. That pastime goes on. Then he, then he, goes between, and as we read the purports, tomorrow and every day, whenever we get a chance to read, you'll see the dialogue between Krishna and uh, Mother Ishwara. You cannot believe that such a humorous and such a wonderful interaction between Mother Ishwara and uh, Krishna, which uh, Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur very elaborately describes. So, then after that pastime is done, binding Mother Ishwara, Mother Ishwara binding uh, Krishna and all these things, Krishna had to fulfill Narada Muni's desire because he cursed those two trees, Nalakuera and Manigriva. So, therefore, Krishna had to fulfill that desire. Therefore, to create more problems to Mother Ashoda and everybody, he went right through that two trees with a, with a mortar tied, tied on his hips uh, and then uh, to, the, to, to his belly. And he uprooted the streets and there was a big sound and so many things happened. 
and uh, everybody was surprised how this happened and nanda baba also came there and he said how did this happen so the the kids were telling well you know uh, krishna went through this and the tree broke and then out came some very shining effulgent personalities and they were offering some prayers and then they left and mother nanda baba said the children are speaking some crazy things you know children can speak anything so he could, he 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 did not approve that uh, what is the children are speaking something but actually the children saw exactly what has happened there and then nanda baba brings krishna to in, uh, in his room and he gives him some mystery and everything pacifies him and he was like hitching and you know like crying and then nanda baba was trying to uh, take the 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 rope which was tied to um, by mother ashoda nobody could take the untie the rope nanda baba had to come and untie the rope and then he took krishna back home back to his room and he went to with krishna to uh, to take a bath and uh, you know do everything then uh, krishna was like uh, crying and nanda baba was telling what should i do who did this then krishna pointed the finger mother ashoda did the whole thing she tied me to her okay then i will go and hit mother ashoda then as soon as nanda baba raised the hand krishna held the hand no no you cannot do that he was holding the hand and then uh, nanda baba tells to krishna see mother ashoda your mom has not eaten anything she is silent she is she cannot imagine what has happened she was it could she could not believe that this simple tying the rope to a belly could end up uh, making the trees falling down and so the mother ashoda was also in shock so then krishna runs to mother ashoda's room and then of course as soon as krishna comes to mother ashoda then mother ashoda also started crying then krishna also started crying nanda baba was crying all the residents of raj they were all crying who was there <laughs> they are all crying yes so this is the special feature of uh, uh, this uh, pastime and this is the whole residents of vrindavan were overwhelmed by the love which they had for krishna so this is a little synopsis of the uh, damodar leela and uh, there's a lot of things are mentioned by sanatan goswami and darvacharyas we will continue that tomorrow also or whenever you want that the next time we will have just a reading of bhagavatam one verse and then we'll go to damodar is there any questions comments at this point i see a lot of new people have come prabhu ji uh, i'm very thankful prabhu ji uh, i'm very thankful for your lecture yeah. in class in this kartik mm-hmm. month and we are so fortunate to have association and hearing from you hari krishna hari bol hari hari bol hari ho thanks a lot any other questions comments wonderful wonderful lecture puji thank you so much while i was reading yeah. the glories of uh, kartik month uh, kartik month is very favorite to the lord but uh, yeah. lord says in bhagavad gita among the months i am margashis so i was wondering why did uh, not lord say uh, not kartik or damodar why lord said the margashis 
Karthik is a favorite of who is the Ishta Devata of Karthik, Radha Rani. Correct. That is a month for whereas there is in the Purushottam Mas, that's when uh, uh, the deity is Krishna at that particular year. That's called every two years it comes. That is that Purushottam Mas, that is uh, the deity is uh, Krishna actually. Whereas Karthik, the deity of Karthik is Urjeshwari Radharani. Because the Saradi, it starts with Saradiya Ras. We had yesterday Saradiya Ras, and this mm. Ras is performed in Karthik time, the beginning of Karthik. And all the types of gopis were participating. In the Vasanti Ras, only the Nitya, nitya uh, Parikars will, Nitya gopis will come. Whereas in this particular uh, Saradiya Ras, uh, Munichari gopis, uh, uh, you know, the personification of Vedas gopis, all types of gopis, uh, the, those who worshipped Katyayani uh, for husband, Krishna, all of them, they could get a chance to take part in this pastime. Uh, so, Kartik month is opening with Saradiyaras. It starts with Saradiyaras every year. And the, in, in the deity is uh, actually Radharani. It is not Krishna's month. It is Radharani's month. Yeah. And which one is the other Ras yeah. Prabhuji you mentioned? This is I mean, Sharadiya Ras. Uh, Sharadiya Ras, another is Vasanti Ras. Vasanti Ras. Vasanti that Ras. comes in January, February. I think before Korpunima, around Korpunima time. Vasanti Ras. When the, when the seasons change from winter to spring, that is right. called springtime Ras. But that Ras is, this particular Ras is mainly to establish, to establish Radharani's supremacy. I see. All the so the explanation comes in the Srimad Bhagavatam 10th canto. Is for which ras uh, comes Prabhuji? Charadiya or Vasant ras? Both, both. It, can, it, it, it depends on how Prabhupada is describing. The, the, the two types of rasas. That, of course, uh, Vishwanath Chakravati talk, talks more detail in that. If you read Krishna book, I mean, I, I don't have the Krishna book in front of me. Otherwise, the rasa dance is of two types Vasanti ras and Saradiya ras. It depends. If, if it is in the Karthik month, it's generally Saradiya Ras. I see. I see. Any other really? question? So, uh, other question I was thinking, Prabhuji, while, you know, um, when we, like, go out preach uh, to the new, new devotees, and then they ask the question, I mean, not questions, but this question comes in, like, uh, uh, when they work in the material world, they see the result and they see the happiness. But uh, when they uh, work or engage themselves in devotional path or bhakti marg, when they will start seeing the uh, effect or benefit or some change, the way they see the benefit or change in the material side. Hmm. Yeah. Even the material world also, you know, that is mentioned in the... In the process of in you know, Ujjwala Nilmani, not Ujjwala Nilmani, Maduru Kadimini, this is all explained. The seed is growing first two leaves and then the second two leaves, like that. There are different leaves and their particular name. Uh, it's always auspicious when you start devotional service. Suddenly you will be freed from so many difficulties. I mean, I personally experienced this also when, we, when I took the devotional service. Suddenly everything became, you know, very easy. The head weight has gone away. All these so-called materialist uh, ambitions, everything went through the window. And suddenly I feel 
so much bliss all around me so a new devotee in the beginning itself will experience some ecstatic symptoms of devotion so even though it's a, it's very much in the beginning stage the first two leaves uh, uh, that is uh, i don't have that usual animal uh, sorry madhuri kadam next time i will madhuri i will tell next time that exact description of the tree of devotion service i don't remember the sanskrit words there is i used to remember it but sometimes it doesn't cross my mind so you have to see tell the even the new devotees will feel the difference of uh, the spiritual life and material life but they have to they have got their their shraddha is komal very tender shraddha they have to be under the constant uh, guidance and association of devotees who are advanced and then they become just like a child in the beginning you have to hold the hand to make him walk after some time you don't have to hold he will automatically get up he will automatically run he will automatically walk he will do everything by himself but till that time it requires uh, guidance even plants you know they need to be protected otherwise the birds will come and eat up or some other creatures will come and eat up now i'm seeing that now i am planted many vegetables so it takes a little time before they become strong enough to stand on their own two feet you know so this is uh, this is also observed in the in the bhakti lata beach bhakti lata mm. Mm. any other Wonderful. question anupam srivastat is it the devotee from mayapur Mm. Anupam Srivastava. There is one devotee here who, who, whose name I know, Anupam Srivastava also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, Any other question? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so, Prabhuji, I mean, for the I mean, uh, arising the Bhakti Lata Beach or seeds, we can consider, you know, the, at the earliest stage, um, you know, a uh, lot of differences or they can see the so much you know auspiciousness in the life in the kind of you know american people but the devotional uh, path is not new for our uh, desi people like uh, indian born people for them uh, so when we will consider their starting of their uh, bhakti path because they know pretty much uh, not deep level but at uh, shallow level they know the devotional path so their uh, Seed, seed has started, devotional path started, that you know, change has already done, or how we understand in our Indian-born uh, community. Yeah. See, the point is, it depends on the samskars which they have when they were young. And also previous life samskars. If the samskars, samskars are strong, like for mm-hmm. example, my grandfather was telling me, do you think Prabhupada has given Krishna? You don't know what we went through to bring you into this world. So I said, what did you do? We were some, because my mother had a, my elder brother was a cesarean operation. So they didn't want to have another cesarean operation. Because once you have cesarean, practically all the children will be cesarean. So they went to one sadhu. And the sadhu told them, you should read Bhagavatam all throughout the pregnancy time. So my grandfather was reading Bhagavatam every day throughout the pregnancy time. And I was born as a natural child. So he said, See, we, we took the trouble to bring you into this world by reading Bhagavatam. Then I was telling him, if you've taken the trouble by reading Bhagavatam, then you should be very happy if I surrender to Krishna. What is the problem? 
correct correct <laughs> of course and of course he was he was making the point yeah you can accept krishna but you cannot leave home and give up your father mother everybody and run i said that is another story because now i have to serve my guru who has given me krishna you know just being krishna's devotee will not be enough you have to actually uh, serve the guru to advance just like if you know how to speak a little bit uh, like every baby will speak something but that is not enough he has to go to school and learn alphabets this that that schooling must be there in devotional service similarly uh, when you come to the temple or when you associate with, then when you take initiation the first step then diksha then continues the process so uh, 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 most of the indian devotees they are generally pious from pious families they have, most of them they were never had a girlfriend or they never had meet also they but things are changing in india also but indian devotees when they hear krishna consciousness proper said you have to just scratch the skin in indians immediately they will take it up it I doesn't see, take I much see. time but, but in the western world they don't have the samskar mostly they demand all sort of simple activities it takes a lot of endeavor and proper told that's why i have written all these books not only for the westerners but even to indians they have so many misconception about spiritual life that's what krishna says sarva dharman paridhyacha mamek you may have be having many dharmas in india there are many dharmas pitra dharma matra dharma you know worshiping the forefathers the demigods this that but krishna says sarva dharman you give up all this dharma and surrender unto me so even if you are indian you have to come to that point of sarva dharman paritesha not correct, everybody correct. has that correct so indians may take a little bit less time but mm-hmm. they also have to be here following the path of all these scriptures were written in india and all the acharyas who were writing their audience were not foreigners sanatan goswami is writing not because he has a american sitting in the crowd no there was nobody but right. there were very elevated people who were hearing bhagavatam from vishnu chakravarti tapur or parikshit mara or sugadev goswami they were not refraf people you know they were very very sure vyasadev and uh, what is the narada muni were sitting in the audience of when sugadev was goswami was speaking correct, correct. so That's even if you are most elevated even if you are a pure devotee the process applies to everybody it's not like i i'm from india i don't have to hear no you will not understand anything any most of the indians don't understand even they take they are proud to be hindus but they have no idea what is the vedic culture they they always quote this wrong interpretation of hinduism this and that you know we hinduism includes all inclusive it is uh, you can follow anything you can worship anybody this is their idea of hinduism but that is a hotspotch but krishna kant is a very clear cut idea actually there is only one god we also agree to what uh, muslims say there is only one allah there is only one god and all of them are demigods and what is their position that very clearly explained in bhagavatam and all the vedic literature and who approaches the demigods krishna says those with less intelligence they will approach the demigods because of their lusty desires yeah material motives they are doing it with poor fund of knowledge those who know me automatically by serving me all the demigods become favorable to a devotee correct so we don't have to go to demigods each and every demigod ah but you can go to lord shiva because he is a pure devotee because shiva also 
Shiva can give all sort of crazy benedictions to different demons, but he can also give you Shuddha Naam and Krishna Prem. That is, I read that uh, Shivastakam. And that prayer was written by Murari, Murari Das, our uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associate. And he says very clearly uh, that Shiva gives Shuddha Naam and Hari Prem. So you have to know how you are approaching Krishna. You are approaching as a Vaishnava, then he will give you this. But if you are approaching as a uh, for materialistic purpose, you will get some material effect. But that also comes to Krishna also. Akamo sarva kamo va moksha kamo dharati. Tivirena bhakti yogena ijete purusham param. Even if you are sarva kami, you better approach Krishna. And if you are akami, desireless, that is also wonderful. And moksha kami, if you want moksha, then Krishna will fulfill that desire. You don't have to go to anybody. Krishna fulfills everybody's desire. But that only, that knowledge only comes when you are in the company of devotees who read Bhagavatam, who properly explain Bhagavatam. This Akamu, Moksha, Kamu, this verse comes from Bhagavatam. Actually, this That's is a wonderful, yeah, this is wonderful. Sorry, sorry to stop you, Maharaj. Like when you go out for distribution, you can tell them if you want material benefit, this books and knowledge will give material benefit. That's not the highest. You should aspire yeah. for the spiritual yeah. benefit. Correct, 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 correct. Yeah. But see, the so point is, people are so overwhelmed by material desires. Mm-hmm. They think material desire, spiritual life means fulfilling our desires. I want a good husband, I want a good wife, I want children. Even they do Govardhan Parikrama. If you go to Govardhan, have you been to Govardhan? Yes, Maharaj, yes, yes. Yeah. On the on the parikrama, you see people they put uh, when you go close to Govardhan Hill, they put some stones like uh, one on top of the other. So yeah. They are praying actually. I want to build a house with one floor or two floor house. <laughs> so they are basically yeah yeah they 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 go to Govardhan to fulfill their material desires. They are not right. going to Govardhan to full, fulfill spiritual desires. Because that requires the guidance of a pure devotee. Unless you have a teacher, you will not learn how to read and write properly. You don't know the grammar, you will be a butler of English, you know. You have to go to a teacher. And that teacher in the transcendental sense is the guru, who is a pure devotee of the Lord. Then you will understand all the nitty-gritties of devotional service. Right. And the definition of Shuddha Bhakti is given, Anukulyana Krishna Anushilam Bhakti Ruttamam. Anyabila, Chita, Shunyam, Jnana, Karma, Janavritam, Anukulyana, Krishna, Anushilanam, Purtam, Bhakti, Rutama. But this definition is given by Rupa Goswami. There are other definitions also there. Rishikesha, Rishikena, Sevanam, Bhakti, Ruchyate. That is also mentioned there. There are many definitions of pure bhakti there. But this definition of pure bhakti, as given by Narada Muni, as I, Rupa Goswami, is the perfect definition. Even Narada Muni also gives a perfect definition, no doubt about it. But he is Aishwari Mai Bhakta. But Rupa Goswami is Madhuri Mai Bhakta. He is a Braja Bhakta. Mm. Krishna Nushilana. Ah, favorable, always. What does Mother Aishwara say? She makes a tiffin, everyday lunch packet, so that Krishna will not go hungry. And he is going for covered pastimes and he makes sure, he, like the children go to school and our mother gives a lunch packet. In India, we have the uh, a tradition. Every every child will bring a lunch packet along with them. The parents, the mother thinks of uh, the child will not go hungry in the school. When the lunch time, he has something to eat. And by the time he comes back home, it will be 3, 3.30, 3.45 or 4 o'clock from the school. 
then you will get other uh, evening tiffin and then later on dinner and so on so forth so these are all there this anukulana krishnana shilanam is the stage of pure devotional service light as perfect yeah wonderful i was thinking on maharaj when he mentioned uh, your grandfather was you know worrying when he was living so i remember the yeah. past times of chaitanya mahaprabhu even the chaitanya mahaprabhu left the house but he worried yeah. and he put the some duties to take care of mother so maybe from that yeah. perspective you know your grandfather may be thinking hey if you leave that who is going to take care of us so when the <laughs> so even the lord, lord lord also you know he takes care of the worldly relation because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu yeah. left. Yeah, yeah. He made sure that some of the devotees take care of mother. And he used to get the news of mother, like how she is doing. And uh, mother used to send, uh, I think, uh, Prashadam to the Jagannath yeah, Puri. Yeah. So yeah. he had a connection yeah. and he made sure his duty has taken care even he is on this material, mm-hmm. material world. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Even I, when I left home, I told my parents, I, when you get old, I will take care of you. But I yeah. joined the movement, I was traveling here doing... I completely forgot about that. I was in America. I never made any money, even in America, not one penny. I came back to India, then I went to Europe, I got married, this, that. But all the time I never thought of my parents to take care. So when I came to India, I came to Vrindavan. Mm-hmm. And in Vrindavan, I told my parents, why don't you come over here? Oh no, Vrindavan is too hot place, it's like Delhi. Because, you know, they are from Hyderabad. So it is too hot, we don't want to go there. But when I came to Mayapur, mm-hmm. I told them, you know, we have jackfruit trees, banana trees, and so many wonderful drumstick trees. I said, it's like Kerala, this Ganges is flowing here. It's a beautiful weather. So immediately uh-huh. my mother told, please come and take me. So I flew to Hyderabad. I put uh-huh. them on the plane and brought them back to Mayapur. And both of them, uh, they stay. my mother spent 11 months and my father spent about, uh, he left the body after three and a half years after my father, my mother left. And then I, I was wondering, wow, Krishna took care of this desire when my, both my father and mother left their bodies in Vrindam, Mayapur. You yeah. know, from South India they come and they got, they were initiated by Bhakti Pramod Puri Maharaj, one of Prabhupada's godbrothers. And uh, they were staying, the, the bedroom window, you can see the samadhi of uh, his, their guru. The arti is going on every day, they would sit in their bedroom and see that because they were, they were not so mobile anymore. So they were right. watching the art every day. And they both left their bodies in, the, uh, in Mayapur. And when I was taking the body of my mother, at the time, the, the, the neighboring Gaudiamat, uh, but four sannyasis, they were doing Harinam Kirtan in front of my mother's body. Arrivo. They were asked to do that. And you know, they mm-hmm. went and we burnt, the, her body was burnt in, on the Mayapur side, on the bank of Ganges. My father's body was burnt on Navadip side, the Smashan. So everything became, I, sometimes I, even now I cannot believe how Krishna arranged everything that in the last stages of life, they just stayed with me. You give, you give Maharaj, you give your life, life to Krishna, Krishna took care of you know, your duties. Exactly, exactly. And they took Charnamrit before leaving. I said, Mommy, don't leave now. I went to, because I worship Shalikram Shila, so I put three drops of Shalikram Shila with Tulsi leaves. And then I uh, took one Giriraj Shila, which we have, I put it on the chest, and then she said, Hare Krishna, and left, finish. Yeah. Father also left like that. Haribo. They took Charnamad before him. Yeah. See, in, uh, when, when a Shaligram is worshipped, 
within a radius of 8 to 12 kilometers. Everybody is liberated. So in Mayapur, so many temples are there. Every temple is worshipping Sarikaraksha. So whoever mm. gives up their body in Mayapur Dham, uh, they will all get liberated. Yes. yes. You know? But this benediction, the Dham gives them. Vrindavan Dham, Mayapur Dham, or even Jagannath Kshetra, the many Dhams are there. The Shalikram Siddhas are worshipped in me. If anybody dies, they leave their body. Then according to their special position, they go to Vaikuntha. There was a crow. There was a story about a crow in Jagannath Puri. It came and landed on a tree. But in a matter of little time, the crow fell down and it went into the water in a lake or some... So immediately the from that lake came out a Vishnu form, you know, the Vaikuntha task, and then he went straight back to home, back to God. So this happened. This is a story which I heard from devotees also. A crow. Yeah. Because wow. he, his last life, he was there and if the body fell right into that one lake or one pond, there is connected to Jagannath. And immediately she went, that crow achieved a 400 form and went back to Vaikuntha. So mm. everything is possible. In the town, everything is possible. Any other questions, comments? Anybody else? Very nice, very nice. Hare Krishna, Maharaj, Dandatranam. Such a nice class. I was, I was in Mayapur recently. So uh, when oh. I spoke of Mayapur, it rekindled my memories and strengthened my faith so much. Thank you very much, Maharaj. Uh, uh, I was just for one night at uh, Mangalarati. I watched and then oh. came back. <coughs> How many days did you spend in Mayapur? 